Hey everyone, it's Luca again. A couple days ago, I asked friends and Instagram followers to send me songs they've been listening to on repeat over quarantine with the goal of making a playlist. I was not disappointed. If you're looking for new music and want a taste of just about everything you could think of, I've put this playlist together on Spotify and the links in the description of this episode's page on our website. But I figure I might as well read it off right now too, so here goes. Come Down by Anderson Pack, Gangster by PJ, What Once Was by Hers, Golden Boy by The Mountain Goats, Before You Go by Louis Capaldi, Ragged Wood by Fleet Foxes, Jammin' by Bob Marley, F asterisk 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 My Friends by Eddie Benjamin, interesting mood for quarantine, I think mine's about the opposite, Games by Lennon Stella, San Francisco by Foxygen, Out of Love by Lil Tecca, Lonely Together by Caitlin Smith, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd, The Weather by Lauren Dusky, Apple Juice by Jesse Reyes, and Love Letters by Watsky. So yeah, we've got an interesting mix of genres here. And again, if you want to listen, go to our website and click on the description of this podcast and the link will be right there. So I got the idea to do this from the theme I already had in mind for this episode. Last week, a friend suggested to me I make an episode about pandemic media, books to read or shows or movies to watch over quarantine that specifically focused on outbreaks of a viral disease. I thought that might have been a little grim, but a fantastic concept, and the idea is there. So just in general, what kind of media have Chapman students been using to help them cope with quarantine? Is it an already binged TV show? A video game? A book of poetry? Well. Yeah, actually, it's all those things. So this brings us to episode 5 of The Panthropod, Quarantine Media. And I want to end this introduction with commentary and a reading from my friend Juliana from a poetry book titled 18 Years by Madison Kuhn that struck a chord with her over the past few weeks. She talks a lot about, like, her, like, struggles with, like, anxiety and, like, self-worth and, like, feeling like you've lost yourself which is definitely something like I've been struggling with for like the past like couple months and like I never thought that anyone else like had the same feelings I did and then I read this book and I was like why is she coming at me I was like why is she reading my mind like every single thing she's writing like that's exactly what I'm feeling right now but I have like a favorite and it's like yeah. really, it's Read really it. emo. Do you want me to read it to you? Definitely. Yeah, read it's it. It's really emo, Luca. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called Normal. There once was a young girl with green eyes who wore her soft blonde hair and braided pigtails. At the age of seven, she watched her older sister stand in front of the mirror before school and pinched her stomach with a disgusted face. Neither of them ate breakfast that morning. At the age of nine, she watched her older brother make fun of a girl with glasses for reading on the bus. She went home and hid all her books in the attic. At the age of 12, she watched the other girls at school with straight hair and short skirts put makeup on in the bathroom and discuss how boys would only like you if you looked perfect like them. The next day, she arrived with red lips, short shorts, and no braided pigtails. At the age of 14, she watched her father hate her mother for the first time. Her mother cried when she saw her standing in the doorway. He told her he didn't mean it. The next year, she told herself her boyfriend didn't mean it either. At the age of 16, she was paper thin and empty, with straight blonde hair, red lips, bruised flesh, and lifeless green eyes. 
While staring at her reflection in the bathroom mirror, she thought to herself, at least I'm normal. Like, that's so deep. Damn. <laughs> I know, and I was Damn. like... That was really good. One of the habits I've fallen into over quarantine is getting upset at myself when I take a couple hours and just do something that makes me happy or relaxes me. I think that's a problem a lot of people might have, feeling completely unproductive because they're watching that TV show or that movie instead of doing something else. Well, I'm here to tell you that you shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Taking time to calm your mental state is just as, if not more productive than stressing over trying to figure out every single aspect of your future. We're in the midst of some really unprecedented times, so don't be shy about making time for yourself. Looking for a new TV show? Our features editor at The Panther, Mitali Shukla, has got you covered. Tune into Hulu's Dave, starring rapper Lil Dicky, if you want a good laugh. So it's basically based on like Lil Dicky's like coming up and and his friends and who he's around. So one thing when I first started listening to rap music, like I had to come to terms with was like the fact that when musicians are like like they're using a stage name like yeah. that state also has like their own persona so one thing that they dealt with i think in like the first one or two episodes was like his girlfriend would listen to the songs and be like what are you saying like are you <laughs> this stuff and he would be like no like that's Lil dicky that's not me dave bird and I thought that was something really interesting to come to terms with because a lot of people will, like come at rap music for being like really, you know, crass and being really um, like talking about a lot of like controversial topics. But at the end of the day, like they're playing a character. So right. I think that's a really interesting reason to watch it. And you get to see like both sides, like you get to see a little Dicky and then you get to see Dave Bird. But if you're just looking to binge a series you've already watched, sophomore strategic and corporate communications major Jolie Steinecker understands the feeling. During quarantine, I've been re-watching shows that I've already seen, specifically Gilmore Girls, which sounds kind of stupid, but for me, I think just knowing what's going to happen and knowing the characters already just gives me a sense of certainty, which I think is really important. Um, especially in a time like right now where nothing is certain and we really don't know what's happening. So for me, it's just helped like calm me down a little bit and it's one that you don't really have to pay super close attention to. Um, and I just love it. So I rewatch it every time I need to like breathe for a minute. Now onto literature and freshman double major in journalism and business administration, Kia Wallace has a great recommendation. For a book, I've been rereading 1984. I had to read it my sophomore year of high school, and I just found it in my mom's cabinet. And it's been good to read again. I'm currently not too far in it on chapter three. If you're one to get hooked on a book because it's a period piece, or simply because of an eye-catching title or cover, The Panther's web editor, senior Natalie Van Winden, waxes poetic about Mark T. Sullivan's Beneath a Scarlet Sky. I read it all in like a day and I stayed up until three o'clock in the morning reading it because it was so good and I had to finish it. But basically it's a true story um, about a Italian man named Pino who grew up during World War II in Milan. He ends up being a spy um, for the allies. So he ends up being a driver for a German general who was 
right-hand man to Hitler, and he had huge influence in the German occupation of Italy. It's also heartwarming in the way that a young boy falls in love, and, you know, he and this woman have a deep connection, and it's this kind of light during this horrible, dark time that they're both going through, and they both hold on to that love that they have for each other. Now, I know we already covered songs, but junior TV writing and production major and Panther sports writer Graham Byrne has one that he'll recommend to the fullest, Walden Pond by Attaboy. I love how calming this song is. It starts really low-key and then has a build, but it never gets too intense. It's mostly just guitar and drums and some open strumming. And I love, I love the opening. I love how it kind of eases you in, and it just makes me, it always makes me feel really calm. There's so many lyrics in this song that I love. Uh, Some of my favorites, I hope you treat your heart real nice and real smart. Um, And then the refrain of, may your life be a Walden Pond swim. For me, it's just like a song about like, so many of like the kind of calming, joyous things in life. Like there's another line about taking showers in the cold and your glasses filled to the brim. And that just has such positive images for me. And it's always just a song that I like to listen to when I'm, I'm feeling a little stressed out. And it's so it's so hopeful and kind. Like the the sentiment is like, may your life be a Walden Pond. It's it's reaching out to you, and it's like, hey, like things are gonna be okay with you. And I don't know if I already said this, but my favorite line is, I hope you treat your heart real nice and real smart. I think I already said that. Finally, the Panthers art director, Emma Reith, explains why, right now, Animal Crossing is the perfect way to pass your time. It's very positive, and it's also just something to work on. Hmm. Um, so if you're somebody who likes to be productive, or if you like you're doing something, obviously it's still like a video game, you still feel like you're gaining tangible accomplishments. Right. Um, and you're building towards something over a longer period of time, rather than just like beating a level in a more standard video game basically you have an island that you're in charge of and you have to like you create a store and a museum and like you can travel to different islands and you have people who live on your island but they're all little animal characters okay what are like the the little animal characters and and which one is the best one okay so i have a um dog villager and his name is bones Hmm. And he is a white dog, and he wears kind of like it looks like a Patagonia, <laughs> and he has like a certain like a very classic like circle around his eye, and oh, yeah, he yeah. is uh-huh. so cute. And he just will like he runs around and sniffs flowers, and then but he like walks like a human. They all walk like humans, and then we'll just stand in his front yard and dance, and it's just like dancing. Just, and just sometimes I'll like walk by if I'm like doing something, and I'll just be like. Oh, What's this bitch doing? <laughs> I love it. 